Hi, and welcome to Calm Cash. I'm your host, Ben Jackson. Thanksgiving is right around the corner, and there isn't a better day of the year to focus on and express our gratitude. Despite contested elections, pandemics, racial injustice, and so many other concerns the world faces, there is much to be thankful for, and good things are happening every day. So our job is to find the good and celebrate and thank those that help there be good in our own lives. As James Allen says, no duty is more urgent than giving thanks. So let's get going on a gratitude refresh. We're less than a week away from my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. As I pointed out in episode 32 earlier this year on gratitude, Thanksgiving is so special to me and my family. I talked about our turkey cook-off and how great the food is, but I also mentioned my favorite part of the day when we go around the table and say what we're thankful for. It's an expression of gratitude, and it just makes everyone feel so good. Well, I'm not going to be in Tennessee this Thanksgiving with my family because of COVID, and it's a real bummer, especially because it will mean I haven't seen my family in a whole year. It's the longest I've ever gone without seeing my parents, my two older brothers, and the entire gang of sisters-in-laws, nieces, nephews, aunts, uncles, cousins. And I'm even a great uncle now. Isn't that crazy? But it's totally true. So it looks like it'll be a Zoom Thanksgiving, and someone will have to pass the phone or laptop around so I can hear and see what everyone is grateful for this year. Definitely different for sure. But even though I won't be there physically, and I'm sad about that, there's still much to be grateful for and to give thanks for this year. Today, I want to remind everyone about the science of gratitude, talk about some new research about ways to thank people that's hot off the presses, and cover some simple ways we can all express our gratitude this coming week of Thanksgiving, or really any day of the year, because gratitude is so important to our overall health and happiness. And let's remember that saying thanks and expressing gratitude is great for the receiver of that praise as well a true win-win across the board. As a refresher, giving thanks and expressing gratitude brings great mental, emotional, and physical benefits. Dr. Robert Emmons, a psychology professor at the University of California in Davis, is a leading researcher on the scientific side of gratitude, its causes, and potential effects on our well-being. As a result, he wrote, Gratitude Works, a 21-day program for creating emotional prosperity that is definitely worth adding to your reading list this holiday season if you get some downtime. Here are some of his key findings about how expressing gratitude is good for us. Dr. Amons proved that there are a number of benefits to our physical health when we count our blessings and say thank you. Grateful people have less physical stress impacting their bodies. The stress hormone is cortisol. When our bodies produce too much cortisol, this overproduction can deplete the immune system and raise blood sugar levels. Expressing appreciation lowers level of cortisol and leads to greater resilience to stress. Grateful people also have healthier hearts and slimmer waistlines, the research found. People with high blood pressure who actively express thankfulness can achieve up to a 10% reduction in systolic blood pressure and decrease their dietary fat intake by 20%. Definitely a great outcome for your physical health. Additionally, you could say being grateful makes us younger, or at a minimum, can slow down the aging process. 
A daily gratitude practice was found to slow neurodegeneration, which is just a fancy way of saying that our brains function better and are healthier, which is often not the case as we grow older and face cognitive decline. And lastly, for our physical health, those scoring higher on gratitude and saying thanks reported having more energy than those who scored lower. Heading into the winter months when we all could use a boost, a gratitude practice is a great way to find the extra energy we all need. Now, let's shift to the mental and emotional benefits because being grateful has a far bigger impact than just improving our physical health. People who express gratitude and thanks have better relationships with friends and loved ones. And that's pretty obvious, isn't it? We all prefer to be around happy, positive, and grateful people as opposed to grumpy complainers. Grateful people also score higher on emotional intelligence, are more forgiving on average, and suffer from less loneliness. Back to those improved relationships. And when we focus just on mental health, people that give thanks are less likely to be depressed, anxious, and are generally happier by any measure or metric to score overall happiness. And let's hit an important point that Sean Accor makes in his book, The Happiness Advantage. He says, it's not that people are only grateful because they are happier. Gratitude has proven to be a significant cause of positive outcomes. When researchers pick random volunteers and train them to be more grateful over a period of a few weeks, they become happier and more optimistic, feel more socially connected, enjoy better quality sleep, and even experience fewer headaches than control groups. I love this research and the fact that it shows that our happiness and outcomes are in our control, in our own hands. We can make the decision to be more grateful and create a practice that will boost our own happiness. And anyone can do this or learn these techniques no matter where we're starting from. I can't think of a better week to commit or recommit to expressing our gratitude and thanks and start or stay on the road to more happiness. What's cool about the research on happiness and gratitude is that we're always learning more as scientists and experts keep pushing the boundaries of this field of study. As I mentioned earlier, there's new research on how to say thank you that will make your words even more effective with others and strengthen relationships. Researchers from the University of Toronto published a study in October that explains the impacts of how you express your gratitude. As usual, words matter and how you say thank you matters. So what did the psychologists find? The best way to say thank you is to elaborate on how responsive your friend or loved one was to your needs. No matter the tone or affect of the speaker, the more that a thank you conveyed how much someone was valued and included in the partner's goals, the more positively the benefactor perceived the gratitude and felt towards the relationship. What wasn't as effective, the research found, was highlighting the extent of someone's sacrifice to help you. So let's look at an example of each. Let's say I have an important doctor's appointment and I'm running late to it, and I get my wife to drop me off at the doctor's office. If I say to her, I wouldn't have made it to that important appointment on time if you didn't drop me off at the doctor's office today, thank you so much. The researchers found that tended to produce the most positive response from a partner in the lab or in daily life versus just saying, I know it was a hassle for you to drop me off at the doctor's office during rush hour, 
Thanks. The difference is small and a little subtle, but the research was super clear. When we express our gratitude and show how someone met our needs, their perception and satisfaction is higher. When we focus on their own sacrifice to help out, it just doesn't have the impact. Of course, it's always better to say thank you than not say it at all. The researchers believe the forces at play here are the find, remind, bind theory, which says that expressions of gratitude are evolutionary advantageous because they reinforce bonds between humans. Even research on primates indicates gratitude is more than a simple cultural construct. It appears to be present in our very evolutionary history. Studies show that a chimp is more likely to share its food with another who groomed them or helped them out in the past. We humans, it turns out, are not so different. Okay, now that we've reinforced the why for gratitude and a little bit of the how, let's quickly cover how you can practice gratitude and giving thanks to raise the spirits of others and get your own physical, mental, and emotional benefits. Let's start with this week and take a page out of the Jackson Family Playbook. If you are celebrating Thanksgiving this year, either by Zoom call or sitting at the table together, take 10 minutes to go around the room and say two or three things you're grateful for. And remember to be as specific as possible because the more detailed we can be, the better it is for our brains to process and then scan for other positives happening in our lives. And if those two or three things can thank or lift up others at your physical or virtual table, that's even better. And once you've done this on Thanksgiving, the next step is to bring gratitude into your daily routines and habits, creating a gratitude practice. There are many ways to do this, but here are a few that we've talked about before. Keeping a gratitude journal is the easiest and most researched form of expression for showing and giving thanks. The good news is that it isn't something that you have to do every day. Even a weekly journal entry, spending 5 to 10 minutes reflecting on the good things in life, have been shown to improve your mental and physical health. As busy as life can be, this 10-minute investment per week seems pretty reasonable. Remember that the more descriptive and specific you can be, the better. Another easy gratitude exercise is thank you note writing. This can be either handwritten or via email or text message, but the act of reflecting on how a friend or family member helped you and expressing heartfelt thanks to them will not only boost your day, but theirs too. Saying thanks each day or week will ingrain the habit and make your mind scan for the positive support from others. In this COVID environment where we don't always see many people, you may want to thank a virtual coworker for helping on a project or being a great sounding board to handle a tough work situation. Take five minutes this week and send a thank you note and see how you feel. If you can express how that person helped meet one of your needs and apply some of the new research that we've learned about, even better. And let's not forget the gratitude jar, which is another great way to get the entire family expressing their thanks for the big and small positive things happening in life. Take a box or a jar, decorate it if you'd like, and put some post-it notes in a pen by the jar. As someone sees something to be grateful for, they fill out the post-it and they put it in the jar. If you're having a tough day or a week, grab three or four notes from the jar and get a jolt of good news or positive vibes from the good that your family is experiencing. And lastly, let's remember our practice of two for one. We've talked about this before, but it's been a little while. We all have bad or negative things in our life, 
or that we experience via the news or social media. This can get us down, wreck our mood, and dent our feelings of gratitude. So whenever we have a negative thought or experience, scan our brains to identify two positives to offset that one negative. It could be as simple as a great cup of coffee in the morning to a more significant experience with a loved one or outcome. But either way, overwhelming those negative thoughts or events with positives can reframe your brain to find the good, block out the bad, and be grateful. I hope everyone has a great week with some downtime to reflect, give thanks, and be surrounded by people you love. What a great opportunity to say thanks to those in your life that support your needs and always have your back. I'm so grateful and thankful for everyone who listens to Calm Cash. I can't express it or say it enough. Stay safe, have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon.